0: Welcome to The Ralph Report with Ralph Garman. Well, hello there, boys and girls. Welcome to The Ralph Report. It is a brand new show for a brand new day. It is Wednesday, February 7th. I'm just, I'm pronouncing everything as it's spelled. (laughs) February 7th. Wednesday. On a Wednesday day. We have a hell of a show lined up for you. The year, by the way, is 2024. Sure. That's the year of Dick. Tony Randall has probably summed our game up in the essence of it. And all that you've learned and all the times you've played here, Tony, Mm -hmm. what is it you don't do? You don't say shit. (laughs) Tony has a point. (laughs) You don't say that on the $100,000 pyramid. sure don't say that. Dick Clark fell to the floor after Tony Randall said that. Oh, hell, Dick Clark. It is right to give Dick Clark thanks and praise, just like it's right for you guys to be joining us here today on The Ralph Report. The Ralph Report will give you a face full of gist. That's right. Oof, get a you will. face full of gist tonight. Mm. You will get the gist of everything. All the gist I have to give. Covered in gist. Oh, you're uh, going to be dripping gist. with gist. <laughs> gist everywhere. <laughs> Hi boys and girls, welcome to the podcast. A special welcome, by the way, to the Four Star Generals. <laughs> it's always a special occasion when they stop by here in the Batcave. We, uh, once a week, set aside a little time to invite them to watch us record the show live. Mm-hmm. And it's a pretty gosh darn fun time. Pretty Pretty, pretty, fun. They get to watch me bitch and complain before right. we start oh, actually recording. Oh, and you recording. do. You and do. Oh.
1: You should see the bitching and
0: complain before you even invite them in. Oh, that's true. That's yeah. amazing. You see what That's Eddie the gets. good stuff. Eddie's like an abused spouse <laughs> who just keeps coming back for more. Yeah, you guys are getting
1: after through the filter. I, I get it unfiltered.
0: Yeah. I unload on Eddie
1: oh, first. Just...
0: I give him the gist. He gives me all the gist. (laughs) Before I get it to you guys. Big load of gist. But uh, we're always happy to have you guys here. The four stars are the best. Plus, when the four stars stop by, I consider that a party. Which means... I love to ride on the drinking board. I get to enjoy an adult beverage while we record. Good
1: Good for you.
0: The the flavor tonight? Yeah. Bird Gang bourbon. When... When you can only drink one bourbon that's tangentially connected to a team that tanked, Bird Gang is the bourbon for you. (laughs) This is the uh, booze that Eddie Pence got me as a Christmas gift. And uh, I'm damn near finished with the vodka. Oh, really? Is the vodka good,
1: too? It's good. It's good good vodka. Good vodka.
0: And this bourbon is also very nice. So I thought I'd break it out tonight as a special occasion. And so uh, thank you, Eddie Pence, for catering. You're welcome. Tonight's hangover. Glad you enjoyed it the gift we appreciate it and i appreciate you four stars being with us tonight hopefully we will do a show worthy of the esteemed four-star generals who are joining us here tonight but let's get the introductions out of the way i'm your old podcast pal my name's Ralph garman sitting here in the back cave with me is the rear admiral himself the sheriff of ghost town the mayor of myrtle beach the victim of viruses. Uh, the dill Fickle. He's Nipsey Muscle. He's? Holy God. Holy God.
1: It's Eddie Pence. Hey, everybody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Woo! Yo,
1: ho, Eddie? Update. How you feeling? How's the cough? What's again, going on? Again, I feel great.
0: All I right. just have this cough I'm thing. just not even going to ask anymore. It's just a cough thing. Let's just assume you have it until just you tell us otherwise. assume I, I have a cough. Years from now, Eddie Pence will come in here and say, guess what? cough-free cough cough finally free gone today. after all these years yes and then boom drops
1: dead cooperman hit me up he had something similar oh see where he had a cough for like
0: two months mm-hmm. you and him
1: i haven't even seen cooperman face to face no i am not scissor-banging cooperman that's stop doing I'm your saying. fingers like that i'm not scissor-banging cooperman
0: that's what i'm saying And even
1: so that's not where we you get a cough from well slamming scrotums together doesn't give you a cough you're bumping perineums no we're not but yeah, he finally got over it, but it took him like two months. All so right. I'm hoping I, I must be on the same. I must have got whatever he had.
0: Whatever I was dealing with yesterday, gone. Uh-huh. Gone. You know your, why? Your bullshit medicine. Because of my ZQV. No. Kids, take it from Uncle Ralph. Take your ZQV. That stands for zinc, quercetin, and vitamin D and C. All in one easy-to-swallow capsule. Uh, capsule. Capple. And uh, you it, take two of those a day? knocks it right literally out literally made, you know, made it, mine you know, worse I don't, literally made it worse i beg to differ mm-hmm. you poisoned mine uh, and before we get into today's show and by the way it's a heck of a show because on the of you want to know why first of all one hit wonder one of my favorite songs ever Ooh, okay today's one hit wonder can't believe we haven't done it yet sure we're gonna make some babies tonight. Are we? Yes. It's that kind of song. It's that kind of song. <laughs> We're gonna be making babies okay. on the Ralph People Report. Just throwing out gist everywhere. Oh, just so getting in so place. gist. Entertainment news, of course. Your phone calls are right around the corner. But before we get to any of that, we may have to start a new segment called "You Are Too Stupid to Live." <laughs> you are so dumb. You are really
1: dumb. For real.
0: The story comes out of New Hampshire. Okay in law i'm She's gonna i'm there, gonna give so. you just the details i'm not even going to editorialize okay. i'm familiar with new hampshire people i'm just gonna give you the details okay. and then you try to explain to me mm-hmm. how the fuck this happened okay and why is this woman still with us you not everybody deserves to be with us not everybody deserves no. to live sure sometimes you're too fucking stupid to live well they're live free or die up there that's true so. she she was live free <laughs> d- didn't die and i'm stupid the new slogan <laughs> <laughs> a woman was rescued, Eddie Pence, okay. rescued sure, from a trash truck okay. in New Hampshire. How'd that happen? Well, I'm going to tell you. Manchester, New Hampshire is where this took yeah, place. That's
1: the capital of New Hampshire. Is it really? I believe, isn't it?
0: I know not. It might be. It's the biggest city in New
1: Hampshire. I don't know if it's the capital
0: or It doesn't always work that way. You no, know? it doesn't, but it is the biggest city in New Hampshire. I mean, for God's sake. Population. Fresno is the capital. No. Fresno is the capital of, no, uh, <laughs> <Fresno> <laughs> the capital of California.
1: <laughs> let's leave it sacramento. like that don't
0: leave it like that and see who emails you Sacramento. Leave it. Oh, leave it sacramento people
1: were like cracking their knuckles getting ready to write an email <laughs> oh man you should have left sacramento
0: is Fresno. the capital of california hardly left. the largest city true true is manchester i don't think it is it might not be
1: <sighs> but it's the biggest city i know that fuck population wise
0: you're setting us up really this setting early you up. in the story i just said i
1: don't know you said it initially that's the capital i did and then I, I was, oh, well, I know it's the biggest
0: city. All right. What we're going to do is we're going to put the show on hold. Ugh. And then we're going to come back with the right info. Uh, everyone, please stand by.
1: We know your time is valuable. Thank you for holding. Someone will be with you as soon as possible.
0: And we're back. Yeah. Concord, yeah. New Hampshire. My bad. My C- bad. Capital of New Hampshire. My bad. Concord. My bad. Anyway, before we got... It's not as horribly, bad as derailed. But I corrected myself. You didn't correct yourself. Like, I did. Oh, no, I'm, I'm sorry. It's Concord. I
1: didn't correct myself with the right answer. I corrected myself saying, oh, I'm not sure. I don't think it is. But I know it's the biggest city.
0: Manchester. Woman was rescued, as I mentioned, by the fire department. Okay. Why, you may ask? Why? Well, she was rescued from a trash truck, Eddie oh, Pence. Okay. We know that. That had compacted the contents Ooh. of that truck at least four times before it was discovered that she was inside the trash My truck. God. And was alive. Wow. You may wonder how she got there. How? woman claims she fell into a dumpster while throwing out her own trash. Okay. And then later the trash truck came by, dumped that dumpster into the top of the trash truck, went about its route, compacting it at least four times while she was inside the truck. How big is this lady? Like two feet tall? This is what I'm asking. And more importantly, how long was it in between her falling into a dumpster and the trash truck coming? Okay. Let me, let me continue. Okay. All right. Rescuers from the fire department had to come and use a basket ladder to reach the top of the truck and lift her out. By then she was standing, talking, yelling, but not alert enough to answer questions, huh. Save the fire department. Huh. Uh, you know what? I would stay with her until she had some might, fucking answers. Might for want me. to keep her
1: under observation.
0: Uh turns out that neighbors heard screaming from the truck as it went down the uh the residential streets picking oh, up trash. I would imagine. And there was a camera. You know they have cameras in trash trucks? what inside where they crunched the garbage, Yes, apparently. I, didn't know that. I didn't know that. And so the driver eventually noticed a woman there inside the trash okay. truck. It's like that scene from Star Wars, I'm assuming, Yeah, the trash the, compactor, the compactor, sure, right? Sure. 32 years I've never seen anything like it in my whole career says Battalion Chief Bob Boudot or Bodet, Boudet. It's alarming because you really don't think it's true. No, I don't, Commander Chief. Something's up. First of all, Something how do you miss. fall into a dumpster when you're you, emptying your trash? I mean, unless into it's it. a big
1: heave-ho and the garbage and you don't let go, and the garbage takes you in.
0: <laughs> the weight of the garbage can lifted her up and over and into the <laughs> she dumpster. You went to throw it and just didn't let go and it just Okay. Here's part two. <laughs> now you're in the dumpster. Okay? Unless. It's lit, unless unless they're screaming down the street 50 miles an hour in a trash truck just bearing down on your dumpster. How do you not lift yourself up out of the dumpster and get out of it? That's what I'm saying. Is she like two feet tall? Like she
1: couldn't even reach the lid to lift the thing up? And if so, how did she open the lid to throw her garbage in?
0: I don't think there was a lid. I think it was open. I think she was just, she's got problems. This is, none of this adds up. Then the dumpster dumps her into the trash truck. Sure. At then, at what point does she let someone know that there's been a horrible mistake gone I mean, wrong?
1: How she not is she not screaming the whole time this is happening? That again is my point. And is this dude driving the dump truck with earbuds in? And they're compressing, th- they're
0: compressing the trash four times, and they're not looking at the camera. And she gets out. Nah, I'm calling bullshit on the Seems whole thing. Fishy. But you're if you if you fall into a
1: dumpster, yeah, you're too stupid to oh, lift. You have to climb into a dumpster. You can't fall
0: into. Yeah, a dumpster. whoever. Maybe she's a super tall woman. If she's, she's very tall. She tripped and fell into she it. She tripped and fell into the dumpster because she's nine and a half feet tall. She she hit her shin right. on the dumpster and, and then, then stumbled just into, into it. it.
1: And then couldn't get up. Right. Because she's, you know, of her size, her she's massive too size. too big to get in this. It's yeah. right. Mm, this is interesting.
0: You are so dumb. You are really dumb. So, For I'm, real. I'm slightly saddened that she's fine. But the truth doesn't is... doesn't add up. There's got to be... They have to ask questions. Questions yeah. must be asked. Yeah, I'm not I'm not uh, giving up on this story. Something's fishy. We're gonna, Somebody g- threw her out. We're going to get our I-team, the investigative reporting squad of the Ralph the, Report, of of the Ralph Report <laughs> to hunt this woman down and find out just what the fuck she did. Because my, my first instinct is too stupid. But I may have to eat my words. You can't be that stupid. Something's amiss. <sighs> Something's amiss. I'm cranky today you mm. have to forgive me. It's okay. All right. Let's turn our attention to people who don't make me cranky, who aren't too stupid who to live. Who aren't the rain. That's right. <laughs> the fucking rain. Don't get me started. It's it's torture. It's torture. Because here's my life. Yeah. I sit inside this room. Yeah. And I craft entertainment content. Sure. For- you take a big block of nothing. For a, for a small and you but chisel discerning- away. Audience. You chisel away for hours. That's right. Until I am, it's a sculpture I am an entertainment sculptor. <laughs> I take a block, <laughs> I take a block of informational just marble. A big indescript block. That's right. And I start chipping away at it to reveal the, the, comedy the beauty and, yes. inside of right. it. Right. But I'm here in my in my studio, yes. which is right next to a window, and all fucking day I hear is just <laughs> just drops of water and 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 rain gutters overflowing and splashing and puddles, and I just can't hear, I can't right. listen to it anymore. I need a chirping bird or something. I need something. Well, when
1: I came in, up. you promised me if, it, if the sun comes out, you're going to go jerk off in the front yard.
0: I'm absolutely going to do that. The minute the clouds break in you're Southern California and the off rays off of the sun come through, I'm going to jump out into my front yard and I'm just going to masturbate to the sun. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> To show some sort of uh, some sort of primitive <laughs> ritualistic yeah. appreciation of the sun coming again. Look, if, if, we the, if this were the 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 Cro-Magnon times, yes. and we saw the sun disappear and the the rain just came for days and days, you it would
1: feel like that's all that's all it's ever going to be. This
0: is the end yeah. times, right? This is how we're going to be. And then when that sun shows up again, the sun god, you have to uh, you have to appease. Pay respect you to you the have sun to sun god. appease, and I'm going to do it. By masturbating in the sun. And then waving to your neighbors. And then crawling into a dumpster. <laughs> see how it goes on. Huh. Uh-huh. Um, oh, rain. Yeah. Rain. So it's a welcome respite from the sound of the rain when I get to hear the phone calls uh-huh. of the
1: Garmy. Uh-huh. How about that? I, see? see? Chiseled that right out of nothing. <laughs> it
0: all around. Love it when you guys leave your voicemail messages on the Ralph Report hotline. Super easy. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's available to you. All I got to do is dial up that number. one Hi, Ralph. Boom. Bob's mm. your uncle. Robert's your mother's brother. That's right. As Steve Ashton used to say. And uh, all you got to do is just leave us your thoughts, your feelings, your questions, your comments. I will hear you. I will listen. And then I will grab a handful and we'll put them here in Garmy on the line.
1: The telephone is ringing. The Garmy's on the line. Ralph's
0: gonna play your calls now and see what's on your mind. Wow. Yesterday, Eddie Pence and I struck gold. We realized the job security that we need comes from a science fiction audience. Yes. And so what we're planning on doing is taking the Ralph report and transforming it into a science fiction podcast. Right. By doing the Ralph Report in space. And it's like one of those weird things on a TV show where they just change the entire concept. sort of like <laughs>
1: Midway through. Midway
0: through because the ratings are failing. And they're just <laughs> giving up. It's like Bosom Buddy. They used to dress up as women and live in a women's hotel. And at some point, they just started being regular guys working at, a, in and out. At, a, at an insurance company or an advertising company. They just <laughs> abandoned the whole drag thing. That's what we're going to do with the Ralph Report. In space, uh, some people are confused, and rightly so. Hey, Ralph, Eddie, Jen, Will, Four Star, a uh, non OJ Brentwood. I had one hell of a day, so I didn't get to listen to the show till late. But I just want to be clear: Did I just hear Ralph pitch pivoting the Ralph Report to becoming the far out space nuts? Absolutely. Yep. Yep. LMB, classic. Bob Denver and uh, Chuck McCann. Accidentally hit the launch button on the spaceship when he asked for lunch. <laughs> and and I he said, had lunch. "I said lunch, not launch." And then they go off into space and they have wacky adventures. Right. That's going to be me and Eddie. Space nuts. Uh, yesterday we talked about the cocaine hippos owned by. Um, S- I was going to say Pablo Caesar S- Chavez, Pablo but I don't Escobar think he had any no. hippos at all. Pablo Escobar yes. had the uh, hippos. Trying to find a way to. Dispense with them. Mm-hmm. There's too many hippos in Colombia. Over 200, yes. Eddie Pence came up with the brilliant idea of hippo-ship <laughs> coming to a theater near you. <laughs> However, there are some other very workable and, in my opinion, almost preferable solutions.
1: Okay. Hi, Ralph. Hi, Eddie. Queen Jay. This is Seth, three-star general from Florida. Had to pause the show today on Tuesday because uh, I have an excellent idea on what to do with the cocaine hippos. We hunt down every person that claims that I want a hippopotamus for Christmas is their favorite song Yes, and be like, okay, you got your wish. Oh. Here's a cocaine hippo. Enjoy. Right. Then they have to deal with them. Right. But they only get one so they can't do more inbred hippos and shit. Genius. But that's my idea. I think it could work as well. They abs- absolutely
0: it. deserve it. Absolutely deserve it. If you love, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Well, here you go. You got one shitting in your living room, goring your grandchildren. I don't think they gore. Oh, they do. You ever see? They, they bite you. They have tusks that come out. That's their teeth, right? No, then they have teeth that come up and down. But don't they just chomp you? They don't gore. They they they, they gore you with your tusks, <laughs> and, and then they chomp you with your jaw. They chomp and the gore, and they can crush your skull. Yeah, they crush you. They do it all. Mm. Then they hump your lifeless corpse.
1: I don't think they. do oh, that. yeah! I don't think they spit you out mm-hmm. and then hump your life. Oh, uh, they don't. They are. It's not what
0: a hippopotamus. They are does. famous for being. Uh, I don't think they're famous for that. Uh, uh, what do you call somebody who humps dead people? Necrophilia. Yeah, necrophiliacs. No. Famous necrophiliacs. I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that about yeah. hippos. That, the original lyric was, I want a necrophiliac for Christmas. <laughs> That's not true. That, well, absolutely, think, is the truth. I don't think anybody wants the that. The original song was, I want I a necrophiliac think, for Christmas. I don't think so. Someone I don't. will bang me when I'm not alive. And it had a whole thing. Well, you wouldn't even know. And then they went back and they reworked it because of the. Uh, because it's not the, a thing. There was an outcry.
1: It must have been. Apparently, it was an a outcry. Huge outcry.
0: Sometimes people ask me for information. Uh-huh. I'm happy to share what little I know about a few topics. Hi, Ralph. Hey, Eddie. Um, this is Steve. Hello, Queen Jay. This is um, Lauren, two-star general, called him Dwardy, du- California. And we have a question for you, Ralph. Me and my girlfriend are taking our first trip out of the country uh, next month ever, and we're going to your homeland. We're going to Ireland. I so, uh, just wanted to know if you had any recommendations. We're going to uh, Killarney. We're going to Galway. We're going to Dublin. So if any of those cities you have any recommendations in, I'd love to hear it. Thank you so much. Love you, mean it. Bye. You hit all the hot spots. I mean, um first of all, Ireland, yeah, is just—it's my John, as uh, we say in Philadelphia. Sure. When I hit the lottery, when I finally do win the lottery, uh-huh. and it's just a matter of time, of course, I'm going to just fuck off to Ireland. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So many beautiful places there. Here's the thing: if it's your first time, you gotta do Dublin. If you're going back two or three times, I might have recommended maybe you skip it. I mean, Dublin's a lovely town, but it's the big city of Ireland and It's, it's, you got to go. You got to go to the dirty old town. Mm. And then you got to go to Temple Bar, which is the uh, famous sort of touristy area there. You got to do that. But you're hitting Galway. So you're hitting both coasts, which I love. Galway is my, the West Coast is my favorite coast of of the country. Okay. Um, But don't miss the middle. There's so many great, you you got Kerry and you've got, you've got the coast and uh, go to Dingle, my favorite little fishing village. Um, You can't really go wrong Cliffs of Moher, of more rather. Uh, you got to, you got to see all the famous sites, especially on your first trip. Make sure you do everything. So where the, do where's the Blarney up. Stone? Uh, the Blarney Stone is in. Uh, Have you done the Blarney Stone? Is it, is it uh, Limerick? Where the hell is the Blarney Stone? I never did the Blarney. Never Stone. Never done the Blarney. Stone? No, it just it's 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 a nonsense tourist. But isn't thing. that the thing
1: that's something the tourists should no, do? No, but there's something to do a, the see and
0: touristy things to see in mm-hmm. Ireland that are breathtaking like the cliffs of moor are just these amazing sheer limestone cliffs that look right off into the ocean it's <clears throat> excuse me it's like something you've you've seen in a science fiction film it mm-hmm. does, almost doesn't look like the planet earth okay. um dingle is this amazingly charming fishing village that has a, a local dolphin that hangs out on the wharf and stuff i mean there's there's tourist known well-known areas you've got to go to blindstone is really just an old castle and you got to climb a stair, a, some narrow stairs and then bend over and just kiss a rock. Ew. Yeah. That everyone else has kissed up ahead of you. I don't want to do that. You got to bring Sandy wipes and wipe down the Blarney stone before you kiss it? No. No, it's just I'm not it's, do any of that. It's nonsense. I don't plan on going. So enjoy it. Let me know how the trip goes. I'd be fascinated to hear. So that's me giving information. Sometimes people like to give information to me. Hmm. Hey, Ralph, Eddie, Queen Jay. This is Gabriel from Houston, one-star
1: general. Now, Ralph, I heard your call yesterday. I heard you posting on your on your show yesterday saying you don't need any more info on the wrestling stuff, on Vince McMahon, on Cody Rhodes, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if you remember, I'm the individual who called in last year and you blew up my call whenever I was sharing some info about Vince McMahon, and you mm-hmm. weren't really talking about it. Mm-hmm. So let me just clarify. I'm sure you won't play this. No. You, don't, you don't probably want to play this, but I'll just clarify so you and Eddie can understand. So the reason that the rocks daughter is getting so much hate is because
0: oh my goodness oh no well, oh no there must have been a gas leak you blew up your own phone shocking only guy who didn't see that coming was that guy <laughs> the only person listening to this broadcast today i was just wondering where it was going to happen well not I, if it's all over when once again I had to take that chisel and I had to make a fine, fine mark. (laughs) Let's now play an upbeat tune to make your day a little bit better. I know I could use one. They call them our happy hits. This one, exceptional, never knew this song existed, love being turned on to new music. Hey, Ralph. This is
1: Mike. I'm a three-star, and I'm calling in because uh, I want to recommend a happy hit for, uh, for the week. Uh, I recently discovered uh, Bourbon Street by Jeff Toohey, and uh, man, that's a banger. It's uh, a lot of fun, and if, I'm sure there are a few people out there who haven't heard it yet, so I'd uh, love, uh, love to hear it on the show. Love you, a
0: Bye. You know who has two thumbs who hadn't heard this song before? This guy. <laughs> I had never heard it. I was not familiar with the work of Jeff Tweedy, and I certainly wasn't familiar with the song Bourbon Street, but I'm sure glad I have heard it now, and I'm going to be able to share it with you today as the happy hit. Turn around, it's something that I just can't understand The way I behave Some people you can never save In my right hand Got a girl on my ear and on my left hand Throwing back a beer What can I say, I need you to clear. When I'm driving down on Barber Street again Cause every night we throw this little soiree I'm gonna turn her head until she's mine swallow but fun to eat. Mm. Mm. That's a lyric mm-hmm. right there. Mm-hmm. Bourbon
1: Street. I, okay, I've been there. I know. And I, I am about... living on Bourbon mm. Street. You have Bourbon in your hand. I do. Right. See how it all comes together? It's all coming together in your mouth.
0: <laughs> you know at Bourbon Street. Yeah. It's another touristy kind of place, right? Sure. In yeah. the in the New Orleans. Yeah. And I've only been in New Orleans once. Me too. It was to work on Jay and Silent Bob Reboot. Okay. Went down there to do a little thing for uh, Kevin Smith. Yeah. In his film. And worked three days. Worked all the three days I was there. Yeah. Got off the plane, worked, got on the plane, went home. And sure. didn't see, I never saw Bourbon Street. You never Street. went to Bourbon Street? Nope.
1: I went down there for the 1996 Sugar Bowl where Virginia Tech played the Texas Longhorns. Go Hokies. Go Hokies. And uh, I went down to Bourbon Street on New Year's Eve it was a fucking nightmare. Oh, for you, that must have it been was the worst shoulders thing ever. To shoulders. People were just running up and like girls would just run up and kiss you. Like it was uh, it that was that sounds awful. It Eddie. was
0: madness. That sounds madness. Like heaven. That,
1: I didn't. Drunk, that part wasn't bad. Drunk people being just kissed running by random around, people random wasn't women bad. Women kissing you, but literally you were shoulder to shoulder, and you could not like the whole street was shoulder to shoulder.
0: Yeah, it was nuts. Yeah, I wouldn't do Mardi Gras, and I wouldn't do New Orleans on New Year's Eve. It either. was nuts. I'm going back someday. I'm gonna live. I'm gonna live that adventure. Okay. Thanks to everybody who called in today. You too can be featured in the Garby on the Line segment, but it just can't happen if you don't call me. Tell me. Time now to pay tribute to folks who left the planet on this day, February 7th. We miss them. We'll think of them often. Mm. Or in this case, we'll think of them right now. Paying tribute to their lives and legacies in Hello, Death.
1: Did you electrocute yourself or run into a shell? Hello, Death. Did you eat poison mold or just get old? Hello, Dad. Did you fall from the sky? Ralph Garvin will know why even though you said goodbye. Hello, Dad. Hello,
0: Dad. Hello, Dad. Hello, Dad. Hello, Dad. On February 7th in the year 1317, Robert count of Clermont, french founder of the house of bourbon passed oh, away okay the house of
1: bourbon now does that relate to bourbon oh yes itself
0: it all ties, it all together, ties into Eddie actual Pence. bourbon it's a very bourbon heavy show today oh, okay bourbon in my my belly bourbon on the street and then and bourbon in the house in the house of bourbon indeed mm. 1871 henry steinway okay does that sound familiar, that name yeah, at all? The
1: piano person.
0: Indeed, the German-American piano manufacturer, sure. Steinway & St- Sons, sure. still making pianos to this day. How old is he? Jesus. He's dead. Oh, he died on this day in 1881. 18- immortal piano 71. maker. I meant Steinway & Sons, the company, right. is still making pianos. Okay, well, not, that's not how you said it. Not Henry Steinway he's himself. he's still making them today. He died still on this day. chiseling t- away oh, at the wood. This day, 1871 wouldn't that be a horrible curse if you're like i'd sell my soul to be the best piano pl- maker in the world Ugh, and so it shall be henry steinway you're immortal but you
1: have to make pianos forever. right
0: and he's just he's so feeble he can oh. barely pick up the chisel His anymore sons are
1: there and they're old
0: <laughs> it's hell in a steinway oh. <laughs> speaking of sack oh fuck i just blew it <laughs> speaking of sack speaking of instruments ah On this day in 1894, Adolf Sax passed away. Belgian musician, but more importantly, instrument inventor of the saxophone. Didn't we just talk
1: about him? We We talked about his father. Oh, his
0: father um who was also an instrument right but he didn't her. He, but he did create the saxophone he wasn't smart
1: to name it after
0: himself you know besides the saxophone adolf sax also invented the sax trumba and the sax tuba oh yeah. so there's other instruments as well none of them really caught on as much as the right saxophone hey without by the way adolf sax yeah we don't have this which would be a goddamn shame <laughs> right
1: my ringtone
0: (laughs) is it really it is
1: you call me that's my ringtone (laughs) of
0: course it is (laughs) harvey firestone born on this not born at all died on this day in 1838 American manufacturer and founder of Tirestone Rubber Man, and Tire everybody's Company. Everybody's naming shit after themselves. Well, why not?
1: Saxophone, Steinway. Why don't you
0: name something after yourself and maybe you get a little uh, notoriety? The Eddie? No, the Pence. The pence. You should That's make... That's already something. There's already make, a Pence out You should there. make fences. The pence fence? The Pence fence. Come on. They already got That pences. would live forever. Six pence? No, but the Pence fence. The pence fence. Come up with a new kind of fence. I should. An invisible fence. Right made from transparent aluminum. Who's to say you didn't invent it? Who's to say? Who's to say?
1: Computer. Harvey
0: Firestone died on this day in 1938. I always thought that Harvey Firestein should play Harvey Firestone in a biopic. It
1: would be an amazing
0: biopic. Let me tell you, I just want to make some rubber tires, okay? (laughs) Can we just get some tires on here that have some bounce so people's butts don't hurt when they drive? Tell the true story of... (laughs) The true story... Harvey Firestein is Harvey Firestone in... Firestein Stone. Rubber baby buggy bumpers. <laughs> on this day in 1942, Dorando Pietri, Italian a athlete. Dorando Pietri, famous Italian marathon runner, oh. died on this day in 1942 at the age of 56 from a heart attack. Of course. And this All is what running. I keep telling yeah. people. God gives you a limited number of heartbeats (laughs) when you drop onto the planet. You and Big Donald love this. It is. It is. It is pre-determined. Sure, your heart only gets so many beats. That Makes no sense. And if you rush it along, and makes oh look at me, I'm running marathons. You're using them all up. You're using
1: them up. You don't have a finite. And then at 56,
0: suddenly, it's not like uh, eggs in an ovary. uh, You run out of heartbeats. You don't. It's not a thing. Science. Durando Pietri found it yeah. out the hard way. How many marathons do you have to run to be a famous marathon runner? Uh, you gotta well, run a lot of marathons, I would imagine. Uh, he uh, ran uh, the um, the Olympic marathon in 1908. Yeah. And famously, he was DQ'd. Why? He played uh, someone? It does not say here. What if he shit and then someone <laughs> slipped in it? Hey, I'm a Durando Pietri. Let me tell you, I'm a runner so far that my bowels get all jiggly, wiggly. And the next thing you know, out comes all the pasta from last night. I got a, a, I got a, a tarantella. No, it's a dance. Martini? It's a music. Rigatoni? I got the rigatoni. Everything can come out. Scuse Scusi. Scusi. It's like people. a natural oil slick. That's right. Oh, Red McKenzie died on this day in 1948. I loved Red McKenzie. What did Red McKenzie do? Legendary jazz musician died at the age of 48 in 1948. Famous Eddie for playing the comb and tissue paper. That was his oh, okay. instrument of choice. All right. Sort of a a rudimentary kazoo. Yeah, it sounds like will. a kazoo, right? It did, and he he was a recording artist. You want to hear some of his work? Please. Here's red Mackenzie on the comb and tissue paper. <laughs> Gifted. Yeah. You couldn't do that. I
1: wouldn't try. (laughs) Wouldn't even think to do that. Get out the
0: comb and (laughs) tissue paper. Would not walk
1: into a professional recording studio with a comb and tissue paper. That looks like an instrument. (laughs) It doesn't look like shit
0: you pulled out of your pocket. You don't know, man. I don't.
1: I sure don't.
0: Viola Desmond. I love her. She is sort of the Canadian Rosa Parks. Okay. Only instead of a bus, put it in a movie theater. Okay. Uh, 1965, she passed away. Civil rights activist in Canada. She challenged racial segregation in Nova Scotia. She was at a cinema Mm -hmm. that had seating for whites only, and then there was black seating in the same cinema, and she refused to get out of the whites-only area, saying it was ridiculous, it was nonsense to have people separated by race yep. in a movie theater where they're just sitting and watching a movie. Yeah, and uh, she became famous. Good for her. And she was the first African American woman on a Canadian banknote. You oh. know, in Canada, when you're a famous like a person of of great repute, yes, they put you on the money. Yeah, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah, we do stamps here. Yeah, we don't do we don't do the money. Who uses stamps anymore? <laughs> We're so hung up on our founding fathers that if you try to suggest to someone. What if we? Well, they've been trying to
1: put Rosa Parks on the twenty dollar bill, right, or something like that, for a while. Was it her? Is it Rosa Parks they're trying to put on there? I don't think it was. I thought it was. Was it her? I think it was. Really? I think so. Hmm. They're trying to. They're trying
0: to. Are you sure it was Rosa Parks? Who else would it be? I don't know. It strikes me it may was Harry Tubman. Yeah, maybe Harry Tubman. Maybe it was somebody else hey know. guess what we're gonna have to do fuck man we gotta put just the, say we it's put, both we gotta put the show on hold God, God. cause i don't want to deal with the fallout well, of your nonsense don't fucking i have to answer the emails oh. and listen to the phone calls i don't even know how i'm gonna look this up so we're gonna put the show on hold we're gonna be right man, back harry tubman right please stand by please remain on the line a representative will assist you shortly That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash The Roth Report. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. And we're back. Yeah, it's Harriet Tubman. It's not Rosa Parks. They should still put Rosa Parks on something. They should pick a bill and have like a rotating cast of characters and just put like cool people who did good stuff on one of them. If you're all hung up on Washington being the one and Lincoln being the five, fine. But give us one. The 20s are perfect because who 20? the fuck cares about Hamilton? <laughs> Except the rappers, they like him. They do like Hamilton. Yeah, he's only twenty, right? Yeah. Or is it? No. Can we yeah, say, that? Can we say that convincingly? Benjamin's on the
1: hundred, right? He's the hundred. Who's je- Is
0: uh, uh, you got uh, Ulysses S.
1: Grant 50 on the, on the, on the on 50. fifty? Then then uh, uh, Hamilton. Hamilton's right? on the twenty. Lincoln on the five. Washington on the.
0: Who's one. on the ten? Jefferson.
1: Yes, Thomas Jefferson. Yeah, Ben yeah. Franklin's not on anything, right? He's, He's on the, on the hundred. Oh, that's you right. Said that at the I beginning. said that. I said that.
0: I said that. Who's who's drinking the bourbon? I am. <laughs> it's looking tasty. Mm. Uh, Abe Attell, great American boxer, sure. World featherweight champion. What's featherweight? Twenty pounds. <laughs> yes, <laughs> if you weigh twenty pounds you get to be in the featherweight boxing division. It's, it's, a, it's not a big division. Very few competitors. Not hard to be the champ when you're one of the few 20-pound fighters. It's mostly babies. It's mostly babies I'd watch in that. that division.
1: I'd watch babies fighting.
0: I would totally watch
1: babies. More than adults. <laughs> you got some fucking cranky babies. Put some boxing gloves Baby on Baby
0: boxing. Oh, Coming to uh, yeah. ESPN, much better than summer. adults boxing. He was the champ for six consecutive years Damn. from 1906 to 1912. Impressive. He was impressive. Abe Attell was his name. Now he was a Jewish gentleman. Sure. So the press, of course, being America, labeled him the Little Hebrew. Oh, that was his fighter name. And we're good in this corner. The Little Hebrew weighing <laughs> in <laughs> at thirty-five pounds. Weighing in at twenty pounds, two ounces. Fighting a baby.
1: It's the little Hebrew. Hit him right in the
0: soft spot. Ding, ding. Oh, this baby's spinning up all over the little Hebrew. He slipped. He's down. Little Hebrew's down. Little Hebrew is down. Get up, little Hebrew. (laughs) And Jimmy Poopy Bans (laughs) Jones has dethroned little Hebrew. Has dethroned. (laughs) (laughs) fuck me oh fuck (laughs) I have to tell you how poopy pants got his name Uh, Matt Monroe died on this day in 1985 the uh, British Frank Sinatra if you will one of the great crooners out of the UK so much so (sighs) they gave him his own bond theme he sang the theme from Russia with love. From Russia with love, I fly to you. Much wiser since my goodbye to you. You can hear his Sinatra influence definitely in there. It's very nice. Uh, Buzz Sawyer died on this day in 1992. Does that name sound familiar to yeah, you? Yeah, Buzz Sawyer. Yes. Yeah, yeah, He was a wrestler with, uh, had a short run with the World Wrestling Federation. Had a big career before that, but yeah. in 1984, he was Bulldog Buzz Sawyer, and Captain Lou Albano apparently was his manager yeah. in the 1980s. 19, excuse me, 1995, we lost Billy Jones, guitarist for the Great Southern rock band, The Outlaws. He passed away of a... Well, he didn't pass away. He took his own life, sadly, well, at the age yeah. of 45. I guess he did pass away. I guess away, he did in a very quick way. He did it his own way. Green <laughs> grass and high Castles of storm, soul of glory Lost say we adore you As kings and queens bow and play for you Nineteen ninety nine, we lost Jose Silva, author of the Silva Method of Mind Control. Oh, tell he, me more. He created a a, a self help and meditation program in the nineteen sixties, mm-hmm. and he claimed through his theories and and if you followed his rules, you could achieve higher brain function to the point that you could actually have psychic abilities such as clairvoyance. Oh. He was an electronics repairman in Laredo, Texas, and he believed a better job. that he could increase his children's IQ oh. by the use of special mental techniques. And then he believed his daughter could read minds, and he knew he was onto to something. Oh, I bet. He started to sell the program in the 1960s, <laughs> and people bought it. And he made a lot of money with what was known as the Silva Method. Oh, a method of mind control. Yes. The whole thing was built around electronics. He said your brain had to reach the alpha state okay. where your brainwave frequency was 7 to 14 hertz. That was the sweet spot. How do you get it up there? Well, you got to work. You got to read the, the Silva method. Yourself? You got you to you buy the books and put buy the f- tapes. Put a fork in a toaster. And then... You, if you achieved that state long enough, you could read people's minds. You right. could project thoughts. Oh, you had telekinesis. You could Man. move things with your mind. Turn into Gene Gray. Yes. Geez. So I don't know why it didn't take off. Because if that was offered to me, CIA put a kibosh on it. I would have studied the Silva method a lot to get to where I needed to be. All right. Not working at Radio Shack. Nineteen ninety-nine, Bobby Troop, American jazz performer and actor. He was in emergency as one of the doctors passed away at the age of eighty in the year two thousand. Lonesome Dave Peverett, British rock singer and musician, one of the founders of Foghat, passed away at the age of fifty-six. In two thousand, Doug Henning. Canadian magician died at the age of 52. Doug Henning, a fascinating character. I remember him in the 70s. He was everywhere. Yeah. Had long hair and a big handlebar mustache. And he was very upbeat. He's the illusions of magic. And I just remember like Martin Short always doing impressions of him on SCTV (laughs) and stuff. And he had a very popular Broadway show called The Magic Show. And his magic career blew up. Mm Mm-hmm. And then he started to study, speaking of mind control, transcendental meditation. Yeah. And he started to go down this rabbit hole where he thought he could affect things with his mind Mm. to the point where he ran in Canada as a candidate for a party called the natural law party. Which was made up of people who practiced transcendental meditation, who believed they could, momentarily achieve weightlessness and float in the air. Okay. And he thought that an entire political party made of these people would be the perfect political party and bring peace and prosperity to the nation of Canada. Because they could float for a minute? Because they could float what's called yogic walking, which sure. is they sort of bounce up in the air and they, they it's like. They hang there for a second. They, do. they hang there in the
1: second. And then they because, come back down to the ground. Because of their. They like can jump really well. Because No, they do it from their knees, oh. like crossing. Maybe that's how that lady got in the dumpster.
0: <laughs> Maybe. Anyway, I've got a little political campaign commercial okay. from Doug Henning here. Oh, I can't here, wait to hear it. And he is uh, promoting the Natural Law Party, and he wants you to vote natural law so Canada will be at peace and uh, have prosperity forever. During this election, you've heard a lot about yogic flying and the experience of bubbling bliss. That's because 7,000 yogic flyers can create a perfect government with the ability to satisfy everyone. All of our national problems are basically caused by stress. Mm. And the best antidote is transcendental meditation and 7,000 yogic flyers, which can eliminate stress in the whole country, create an integrated national consciousness, and prevent problems. For a perfect government, vote the Natural Law Party. I'm in. Wow, that
1: yeah, sounds great. That's gonna solve all my
0: problems. Seven thousand guys bouncing off their knees and floating in the air is gonna solve all our That's problems. That's gonna help drive down inflation and raise. I'm the voting living wage. Sure, um, I'm into that. Uh, Doug Henning eventually uh, got liver cancer, but he believed he didn't need traditional medicine. Well, no, he could just float away from it. <laughs>
1: Because he just leave the cancer with his on the ground. natural
0: uh, yeah. diet and using transcendental meditation, yeah. he could conquer the disease, he yoga it away, and then he passed away yeah. at the age of fifty two, yeah. not having done anything that to get rid of the cancer. Dale Evans, wife of Roy Rogers, of course, right. famously sure. passed away on this day in two thousand one, two thousand fifteen. Joe B. Malden. He was the bass player for Buddy Holly's band, The Crickets. He passed away on this day. Well, that'll be the day when you say goodbye yes, That'll be the day when you make me
1: cry. You say you're gonna leave. You know it's a lie, cause that'll be the day when I
0: die. And it was. Oh, that's so sad. Richard Hatch. Great American actor. He was in both versions of Battlestar Galactica, and he was great in both of Who them. Who was he in the reboot? He was Apollo in the first one. I remember the first one, the reboot. I was about the reboot. He was the vice president. I to... never watched the reboot. So. Uh,
1: well, so I know, I know, but I watched the original as a kid. Uh, I never watched the re- I never watched the reboot. Uh, okay. Calm down. That is Fucking nonsense. Chill out.
0: That is nonsense. I'm
1: trying to work my way I'm, I'm working through Breaking Bad right now. Give oh, me some fuck credit Breaking Bad. start watching Battlestar I'm trying to get through Breaking Bad so I can get into other things. Oh my God Battlestar Galactic was so good. Well, I'll try it at some point. Can me tell you who the Cylons are people
0: or are they?
1: But they're not the cool looking robots from the show. Or are they? Are they not? They're not. But they're,
0: they've advanced. But they, they don't
1: have the eye thing that they goes back to the They got them.
0: But then they have new versions that have adapted the human. Up, but the, I like appearance. the old ones. The old ones they were got, cooler. They're there. The old They'll ones show were up. way cooler. You'll see them.
1: Right. We'll see. If I get through this Breaking Bad thing. first.
0: Anyway, Richard Hatch uh, passed away on this day at the age of 71. And Albert Finney, English actor, just great in everything, always. Yeah, he was always good. Died at the age of 82 on this day in 2019, and my favorite cinematic Scrooge of all time. I don't know whether you can hear me, old Jacob Marley, and I don't know whether or not I imagined the things I saw, but between the pair of us, we we finally made a Merry Christmas, didn't we? Oh, man. He was in the Niagara dad. Falls when in that scene when that, that happened. He was the dad in Big Fish, though, too, He right? was the yeah, dad yeah, in Big yeah. Fish. He's, he was the boss in Aaron Brockovich. Yes. He was, I mean, he's just great. Yeah. He's always always great. miss him. All right, here's what we do. We find a food related to someone who passed away, and we see if Eddie Pence would be interested in eating it uh-huh. or perhaps just sticking it up his ass and pulling it out. Oh! How do we do with Ed McMahon up your ass? Hey-oh! Here's how we find out. We talk about the food, then we pull the handle of the patented Eddie Pence jackpot slot machine. If those reels line up, jackpot. That means Eddie Pence is eating that food. But what if they don't? <laughs> and he's not going to no. go for it. No. All right. On this day, this 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 hurts. One. I didn't realize we were going to have to talk about this, okay. but this is a, this is this is a personal scar for okay. me that we're reopening. Okay. On this day in 2001, King Moody passed away. Mm -hmm. I loved King Moody. Not so much for his role as Starker, the sidekick to uh, Chaos Head Siegfried Uh in the Get Smart TV series. Remember Siegfried? Yes. Played by Bernie Capel, who later played Doc on The Love Boat. Yes. And he had a big, dumb sidekick named Starker. Yes. Played by King Moody, and I loved him on that. But it was really in the mid-'70s when I fell in love with King Moody, when he became... The longest running and best Ronald McDonald of all time. He oh. was the Ronald McDonald from nineteen sixty-nine through nineteen eighty-five. Wow. What a run. Hell of a run. As the best Ronald McDonald ever. And I missed Ronald, we don't see him anymore. They don't use him commercials. They hard tried to bring him anymore. back
1: for a minute. and then they let it go again. Why did they ever let I go of
0: him? He I was he was my friend, the Fry Guys, and all that shit. Uh, the whole the, the whole gang, company of players in McDonaldland, the Mayor McCheese and the Hamburglar yeah, and Birdie. And what uh, was the sheriff? Is a quarter pounder? Grimace. It was a sheriff? There's no sheriff quarter pounder. Who was the court?
1: There was some guy. Was There's a law no guy. Sheriff. He had a law hat on. He had the bulk, The like the looked like a British police officer with the round hat thing. Are uh, you thinking? <laughs> about hr puff and stuff? no there was a the, the quarter pounder was like the sheriff
0: or something i don't think so
1: i think so i don't think
0: so oh. all right we're gonna, God put damn the, it. we're gonna put the show on hold Looking third time this is a record <sighs> we're going into we're going into please stand by a third time while we look to see if the quarter pounder was the sheriff of mcdonald land it's only one way for us to find <laughs> out please hold Remain on the line. A representative will assist you shortly. And we're back. Aha, Officer Big Mac. Thank it you. Turns out Eddie Pence was right. It wasn't the quarter pounder, but it was. It was not the quarter pounder. The burger. That's what confused some me. Some sort of burger. Mayor McCheese, of course. Right. Was the cheeseburger. You had Grimace. Yeah. You had uh, but, Uncle Ogrimacy. Who was the Irish part of the family? That. He only showed up when the when the uh, right. Shamrock Shake he had showed up. Yeah, the pirate. Well, we're going to get to the pirate in a minute. Well, oh, sorry, that's today's food. I we're going to talk so- about that in a minute. I'm talking about King Moody, the greatest Ronald McDonald ever. He was, first of all, responsible for the Christmas gifts that I gave to so many of my friends as a young lad—the McDonald's gift certificate. Oh, sure, that's what you got in your stocking, absolutely, and you gave them to when friends was, when at you didn't school. Give a fuck about your when friends. you wanted to give. You want to give Christmas cards out to your friends? You could give a, a McDonald's gift certificate. Sure. which was good towards 50 cents towards anything you could buy on the McDonald's menu. Back then, that was a lot. Merry all his friends had a present for him. McDonald's gift certificates for me? Oh, gee. And a Merry Christmas to all of you from all of us at McDonald's. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas! And one of the things I like about King Moody is if you ever find the outtakes from the commercial, here's an outtake from that very same commercial. McDonald's gift certificates for me, you dumb shits. I get them free. <laughs> <laughs> That's King Moody just boxing balls with the other characters <laughs> from McDonald's Land. <laughs> so, anyway, I love him. But the reason I bring him up, because during his run, he gave me my favorite McDonald Land character, besides the big man, of course. Right. But you can have your your fries fries, fry 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 guys guys. guys. fry guys you can have your officer big mac you can have your hamburglar this was the shit for me this was uh it was all about everything was captain crook captain crook Uh uh-oh there's trouble afloat billy it's captain crook the crooked pirate all right me mates, hand over all those tender golden filet fish sandwiches you've got Oh, my God. The <laughs> filet fish sandwich. Still a personal favorite really? of the McDonald's menu. Okay. But it's never about me. It's okay. always about sure. Eddie Pence. Sure. Eddie Pence, as we know, goes through McDonald's drive-thru like four times a day. Yeah, they know me. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, and a snack. And a snack, always. But does he ever stop and get the delicious filet fish item on the menu? There's only one way for us to find out. We're going to pull the handle of the patented Eddie Pence jackpot slot machine. Here we go. One filet, two filets, three. Yeah, That is
1: like re- literally the one sandwich I want not eat at McDonald's because it's fucking fish at McDonald's. <sighs> I'm not eating fish from McDonald's.
0: My God. With their jizz with, with their sauce you,
1: that they put on it.
0: Have you had it? Have you ever tasted it? no you've never even tried no it. this makes so much sense because it's so not you know how mcdonald's burgers are not don't really taste like hamburgers right they
1: taste like delicious mcdonald's burgers
0: right yeah this tastes like a delicious filet-o-fish i don't mm. without tasting remotely no. like no nope. fish or anything you've ever no. had before it's just a little bit of heaven on a no soft one ever, fluffy roll the only time people would buy
1: those is when i was with my buddies in college, and they were—I guess they were—they celebrated fucking for
0: Lent or whatever. They would have. They red were meat. Catholics, and they wouldn't—they wouldn't they eat would meat have on meat
1: Friday? on Friday, so they no. would get the fillet of fish. I mean, That's how are, it got invented. You guys are fucking idiots. In Just the
0: eat. 1960s, there was a guy who owned one of the McDonald's franchises, yeah. and he said, "Our our profits are dipping on Friday because we have a lot of hardcore Catholics around here <laughs> yeah. who won't meat eat on won't eat meat on Friday." We have to come up with an alternative. So he took it upon himself to offer up the yeah. filet fish. My friends that were Catholics did that. And then the brass and McDonald's found out about it. We're like, "Fuck yeah, let's put this on the menu." <laughs> it's it's a it's a it's a square patty a of delicious gunky cod or haddock or whatever it nasty is. Nasty jizz it's sauce, breaded. On it. It's got the special filet fish sauce Ugh. and a slice of cheese. Nope. On a soft bun. No, I could eat a bag of them right now. I fucking love filet of fish right now. so much. I don't like the smell of them. I want to... Smell turns me off. When the sun comes out, I'm going to go outside. I'm going to masturbate with a filet <laughs> of fish You're going to fuck a filet fish on both sides just... of my penis.
1: And you won't even be able to tell when you came because it looks just like the filet of fish sauce. You ruin everything that's good. Chunky filet fish sauce. It's well, there you
0: go. What's got a little pickle in it, too? Ugh, <laughs> it's so gross. The whole thing is
1: disgusting.
0: Well, there you go, kids. And that's it for today's uh-huh. filet fish Hello, Death. Hello, Death. You're dead now, so shut up! All righty, now it's time to take a look at all the entertainment news with a segment I call the show Biz Beat. Ah, poor Gina Carano. Oh, poor thing. She She is a warrior, and at the same time, she's also a victim. She's got so much going on. Yeah, I know. She is suing Disney for being... Fired, And I put that in finger quotes because she wasn't fucking fired. From Mandalorian, claiming she was punished for not towing the political line of woke Disney. And Elon Musk is paying for her legal fees idiot. to launch this uh, lawsuit. Yeah, you may remember back in 2021, she was no longer brought back onto the Mandalorian for a number of reasons. I would I would say I wouldn't say that her online stance um didn't play a role. She did post many controversial things on social right. mo- media, including one famous post where she claimed that being a Republican in Hollywood was very similar to being a jew in nazi germany yeah it's the
1: same thing it's the
0: same, thing. same thing i remember when they rounded all the republicans up and they put them on trains right. and sent them to Send death them camps yeah. same thing uh she was very anti-vax i mean there was a whole number of things and i get the sense that disney just had an ass full of her well they repeatedly uh, warned her to stop they said could you not do that uh, we're not uh that's not what we're selling here And we'd like you not to do that and then she said no i'm gonna stand up for my free speech and they said okay and then (laughs) here's the thing free speech doesn't mean speech without consequences they don't seem to understand that part of it and um they said to her please stop and she said no i'm gonna stand up for myself and she did and good for her that's america and i want her her to be able to, to express her views free of repercussions like prison or right. anything else you would find in other countries can't that be aren't... be incarcerated for it. That no. aren't open. Yeah. But it's not, it's not your boss's job to, to make you feel comfortable. It, that's not their job. Their job is to make money and to sell right. a product. And so that's their only real uh, admission. And if in life. you work somewhere and your boss
1: says a couple times, hey, don't do that, and you keep doing it. Right. And you can, that's your right. Right. But, but then they don't, don't be surprised when you don't have a job anymore. They don't have a right to keep you employed, they don't have to keep you employed.
0: So uh, now she's suing them for wrongful termination. She wasn't
1: terminated. Elon
0: Musk is uh, backing her, she, and she said her acting career was ruined. She can't act. Well, that also ruined her she's acting career. She's a shitty career. actor. That also had a bad effect on her acting career, the fact that she couldn't pull off playing just a soldier in a suit of armor.
1: Disney literally handed her a cool character to play, and she couldn't fucking act her way through it.
0: And I think she made a choice, right? She she wanted to use her high profi- profile to make which a is her choice and her right. And that's that was the road she took. But you have to recognize that that comes with a Man, price. You don't have a right to be in a Disney show. She's got a big Western movie now. That's true. She's, she's that's in a Western movie. Made
1: thirteen grand.
0: Speaking of lunatics, Bill Maher has announced he did a two-hour sit-down interview with Kanye West <laughs> that he is God. just not going to air. Oh. Because he said he is uh, he's a charming anti semite, but he didn't want to give him a platform for some of his crazy ideas. What did he think? Well, was yeah. going to be in the interview when he no, decided I to have the interview with him. I think. Look, he's got this podcast, a video podcast called Club Random. Yeah, where he sits people down one on one, unlike his uh, HBO show, and they have conversations that go all over the place. Yeah. Well, Seth MacFarlane was really good. I've watched a couple, yeah. and they're pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, Bill's not my cup of tea, but I think the, the guest, he gives people a chance to share their views, whether they agree with him or not. Yeah. I think that's too. his He does spread. like to have discussions. Yes. So So he sat down with Kanye West, and apparently the Kanye West interview did not go well. And you're right, you don't expect that. But if you have a show, I think you have to take chances sometimes. I guess.
1: But how many times does someone have to say that about Kanye before everybody goes, okay, well, we can't really interview
0: well, that's him? that's my point is Gilmar loves some attention. How bad did the interview have Dude. to be where Bill Maher said, you know what, I don't need attention this badly. This is something we really don't need to air. We'll just put this one. I almost want to see it. In the dumpster. No. If, if he doesn't want to air it. Now, the more, less oxygen oh, we give to Kanye Oh, my Russell. God. And lastly, in our triumvirate of stories of people who just don't get it, Henry Cavill said that he's not a fan of sex scenes in films and he doesn't understand why people put them in. He thinks the human imagination is the most powerful, okay. <laughs> the most powerful tool okay. when it comes to eroticism and believing in romantic love. And he doesn't understand why it has to be shown on the screen. He thinks it should be left to people's imagination, what mm. people do when they're in the bedroom, mm. which may or may
1: not be true. There's times when, yes,
0: it can be more effective, sure. But has he ever met, has he ever been to Hollywood? Has he met anyone who makes movies? Does he know how the world works? Take your shirt off, you big dumb beefcake. Just show us what we like, want. You don't need gratuitous sex all the time, but
1: like you there's some times when it's warranted and other times when more of the imagination is a better Look, storytelling. Giving device. an sure. option,
0: giving an option, every studio, every network wants skin. Because yeah, it sells. It sells. And he's gotta know that, right? Yeah. Yeah. He can big, have his opinion, I guess. Big handsome buff dude like him. Just get naked, man. Just get naked, Henry give me all that cavil easy fill my cavities with cavil dude it is raining a lot just saying (laughs) we need to get outside today's celebrity birthdays. all these stars born on february 7th country singer garth brooks who to me sounds like a it seems like a genuinely good dude everything i hear about garth brooks everyone just says he's he's a good guy yeah i like that Cause I
1: got friends
0: in no the places where the whiskey drowns And the beer is my blues what And I'll be okay Chris Rock turns 59 years old today. Robert Smigel, very talented writer and director, but he's still best known as Triumph the Insult Comic Dog. <laughs> He is 64 years old. My favorite triumph ever was when he went to confront Star Wars fans in line (laughs) outside the the first prequel. Oh, my God. You're a Jedi Knight, yes.
1: And uh, what are the uh, principles of a Jedi Knight? To always always defend uh, truth and justice throughout the galaxy. And to eat a lot of peanut emanations (laughs) 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 throughout
0: the galaxy.
1: Like the one where he's talking to a guy dressed like Darth Vader. He's like, what does this button do? It's just to call your mom to, tell
0: to come pick, pick you up? <laughs> up. He's talking to a woman and he's like, look, you're going to have any of these men around you. You're going to pick up the litter of any of these men who have no idea how to sexually satisfy you. <laughs> James Vader is 64. Did you ever watch that Blacklist? Never did. I watched the first couple seasons. And I lost interest, but the first couple seasons were pretty good. He's, I remember from Stargate. Downing. He
1: was good in Stargate.
0: Yeah, he was good in that. Guitarist Wes Borland of Limp Biscuit is 49 years old today. I did it all for the on, The on. So you can take that cookie and stick it up! Your yeah, get in line with the wrestler guy. Oh. You guys can all hang out together. Oh. Ashton Kutcher's 46, Tina Majorino, who was in Veronica Mars, but got her big, big break in uh Napoleon Dynamite. She's 39 years old today. Tina, come get some ham. I wasn't even directed to her in that film, that line. <laughs> Debra Wolf from True Blood is 39, and keyboardist David Bryan of Bon Jovi is 62. Shout me! That's it for today's celebrity birthdays. I'm Ralph Garman. I walk the showbiz beat. And now, as we do every Wednesday, it's time to investigate, explore, if you will, mm-hmm. a smash hit, memorable song sure. created by an artist who only got one big bite at that apple. In this particular case, yeah. it hurts because this guy is one of my favorites. Oh, really? Comes out of the uh, city of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Oh, this Eddie Pants. This is why. How dare this you? Is why. It's time for One Hit Wonder. It's the One Hit Wonder. One Hit Wonder. One Hit Wonders. It's a very common tale. Kenny in New Jersey writes in, okay. Dear Ralph, I recently heard a podcast exploring the history of the Philly soul sound, and I was wondering if you could feature my favorite Philly soul song to come out of your hometown, Kenny in New Jersey. I'm with you here, Kenny. It's my favorite. And there's a ton of great songs and great music especially in the 1970s, that came out of the sound of Philadelphia. It was, a, it was, it was known T-S-O-P okay. in the 1970s, especially two guys named Gamble and Huff. They were the songwriters and producers who created a tremendous amount of Philly soul music in the 1970s, but maybe no song as big as this one. Done by Paul Williams was his name. However, he had to change that because there was already a Paul Williams out there. Oh, bad. Too bad. He changed it to Billy Paul. And in 1972, he had a Grammy award-winning single and a massive international hit with a song called Me and Mrs. Jones. Are you familiar with that? Me and Mrs. Jones? I don't think so. Really?
1: I don't think so. Maybe ah, once I hear it. Maybe you title, will. The title, I don't know.
0: Well, we'll be too busy making a baby when you hear oh, okay. it. Okay. I think going to be up in me. It, it is some, <laughs> sorry. It is some sweet-ass baby music making. <laughs> uh, reverse that. Strike it. Reverse Strike it. it. Uh, Paul raised in North Philadelphia, oh. North Philly. Born and raised. Born and raised. Uh, started his singing career at the age of nineteen. Okay. No, no, I'm sorry. Started his singing career. Let's try that again. At eleven. Oh, wow, that's way different it's than age. nineteen. It is very different. Uh, he also went into the navy, uh, the army, <laughs> the navy
1: and the army at twelve. This guy did everything. <laughs>
0: My facts are a little shaky. No, here. it sounds good. Started singing professionally at eleven. Sure. Then got drafted into the Army in right. 1957. Then That's then what confused me with the 19 and the right. uh, And When the go, when he go to the Navy? He never went to the Navy. Well, he didn't do the Navy after He ended Army. up in the Army, okay. but he served in Germany. Okay. And he served alongside another singer by the name of Elvis Presley oh, heard in of Germany. Him. Heard and of him. he started a band in their unit, and they invited Elvis to join, and he passed. Elvis said no? <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> he wanted to drive... Jeeps and be part of the motor pool. That's where the babes were. That's where I guess so. Yeah. That's where all the 14-year-old girls the, that's were. That's where the little girls were, man. Um, anyway, when he got back, he started working in New York and Philadelphia. And that's when he ran across Gamble and Huff, who loved his voice and started to work with him. A couple failed album attempts, and then finally they struck gold in 1972. With an album called 360 Degrees of Billy Paul, the single Me and Mrs. Jones became a critical and commercial smash. His only number one single. He never was able to climb the charts in that way again, but he's very well-respected and loved. He's no longer with us, but known as one of the great R&B singers of the 1970s. Uh, Not only a big hit in the United States where it went to number one, but in Australia, Canada, New Zealand, the UK, this was a hit around the world in the early 1970s. You can still hear it now, and there's a bunch of covers, but there's only one Billy Paul. Here it is, today's one-hit wonder, Me, Mrs. Jones, Mrs. Jones, Mrs. Jones, Mrs. Jones.
1: Me and Mrs. Jones, we got a thing going.
0: know that it's wrong But it's much too strong To let it go now We meet every day At the same cafe 6.30 And no one knows she'll be there Holding
1: hands Making all kinds of plans, Why would you both play a favorite song Me and
0: Mrs. Mrs. Jones Mrs. Jones Mrs. Jones Mrs. Jones We got a thing Going on ring a bell at not all not at all no not way. at all i don't know that song It's one of the great soul songs I don't know of that the song 1970s at all oh my god okay and infidelity never sounded hotter i'll tell you <laughs> my god him and mrs jones just meeting at the same cafe every day doing it in the bathroom what's mr jones doing i don't know So i want to know or mr jones <laughs> probably hanging out with <laughs> that dude's lady right swapping Sound of Philadelphia, the great Billy Paul from 1972. Today's One Hit Wonder. It's a One Hit Wonder. One Hit Wonder. One Hit Wonders. It's a very common tale. And that's it for today's show. Boys and girls, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Come on back and join us tomorrow, why don't you? We're going to be here anyway, so we might as well all be together. In order for that to happen, however, you got to take care of yourself. So I beseech you. Stay Good in the hood. Because. Life is life. And we want yours to be long, happy, and healthy. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Until we do, please remember and never forget. I love you. I mean it. Bye. Ha ha. So ha.
1: I got it. Ha <laughs> ha. Bye bye. Take a better
0: dance now. Bye, Menon. Fuck
1: off. <laughs>